Hey yo, you know what it is already, it's your boy Evil Mist Activated coming to you, uh, just a little intro before the intro I just want to let people know that if you're listening to the podcast, man, I am doing a giveaway on my Activated Podcast page Make sure you go check it out for the third anniversary uh, of the podcast So I wanted to celebrate with y'all, uh, especially y'all tuning in and showing me a lot of love throughout the years, man I truly, truly, truly Truly appreciate y'all. Um, so make sure you go hit me up. Um, send me questions, man. And honestly, I might have to do like a four part to the series because I got over 50 questions and I still want more. Um, and do remember each question that you sent qualify you for entry to possibly win uh, a custom activated clothing sweater provided by me, of course, uh, a gift card. Uh, I think two gift cards, uh, one gift card for $25 and the other one for $10 for um, coffee of your choice And if you don't live In uh, Canada I will make sure to PayPal you uh, If you're in the US You give about $5 Because you know what uh, Inflation is a motherfucker's real And then yeah You know what I mean I'm just, I just want to buy you coffee As appreciation So that being said uh, Please do make sure y'all go uh, Sign up Follow Share uh, Make sure you send me questions I got some spicy ones I want to answer those And you know what uh, big shout out to Chid who's coming up right now on the podcast. Uh, she also has her own podcast. What, what what do I know podcast? I almost messed that up, but you know what? It's a lot of love. I'm gonna let y'all just get into it. And um, once again, appreciate y'all. Activated podcast turns three years on October seventh. I fuck with y'all the long way. All right, let's get into it. Thanks again for tuning in. This is Deactivated Podcast. Your boy, Evil Live and Direct. We are back. We are back into the Activated Studios. You can see I'm a little excited. You know what I mean? It's been a while. COVID, you know, fucked some shit up for me. But you know what? Um, nonetheless, we're happy to be back. And I'm happy to have my guest in here in the studio with me. When she pull up, she's like, man, this is kind of a big deal. I said, God damn it. You're right. <laughs> I was impressed. I was impressed. I'm <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what we're supposed to. You know what I mean? We're supposed to show up. After... Uh, October will be my third year doing the podcast. I, f- you know, I feel like to some extent mm-hmm. I should uh, continuously try to uh, level up and, and to, you know, to to kind of as you should bring a little bit more than what we used to look like. You know, what I mean, back in the days. <laughs> I know. And um, my guest. So my guest today, we uh, I put out a fly out there, and everybody has uh, shout out to everybody who's been hitting me up about it about the cross platform. Mm-hmm. Um, episode themed that i'm trying to do in the month of september so essentially what that is is i'm trying to link up with fellow podcaster in the city of toronto uh even remotely actually as long as we could get the remotely shit recorded properly oh man that's, that's a headache within itself <laughs> but like and uh it's simply sharing my platform with other people and if I'm able to expose you to mm-hmm. three new listeners, then we kind of did our job okay. at the very least. <laughs> I'm Wait. trying to I'm trying to undersell, over deliver, but um um and vice versa. So at some point me and you are gonna link up and I'm gonna be on your podcast and, for sure, and we're for gonna sure, go yeah. from there. Um with no further ado, I have Urban Planner by Day. Wow. Uh owner, CEO, and host. <laughs> wow, wow. Of wow. Uh, But What Do I Know podcast. Yes, yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Okay. Welcome to the studio. Uh Chit Susan's in the building. Make some noise. Woo! 
This is when we put a little clapper in the background. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Thanks for having me. And yes, this is a legit studio. Thank um, you. I didn't know what it looked like at first. I was like, okay, you know. But <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Like, it's impressive setup. We got everything. The mics, the headsets. Yeah. Like, so yeah, yeah. This is dope. This is dope. Thanks um, for having me. Back in the days, I used to be like, yo, well, you know, because people ask me, what you want to request? I like, yo, come to my house. And I was like, people look at me funny. Like, oh, I don't want to come to your crib. I don't know what you're about to yeah, do. Yeah. And I understand, to be honest with you, um, and I try my very best to make women feel as comfortable as they can um, for them to come in. But then afterwards, what I realized is I stopped saying my house. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, come to the <laughs> studio. That way, like, you know what I mean? We're like, okay, cool. There's a studio. Yes. And, and you come in. As you come in, too, it, it, it is a studio. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So you, you, you have a podcast. Yes. I'm a new um, podcast. I just started. Um, I want to say I dropped the, the trailer, like, just ending of July. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have two episodes out now. But um, yeah, yeah. New to this podcast and thin, learning a lot. And, and I'm going to be quite honest with you before we even get any further. We, we, we've gotten to a little, a little beef <laughs> a couple months ago. Um, but you know, you, I read a book that says there's no permanent enemies when it comes to business. Right, mm, so it was never to one. me. It was never like it was like, you know, one the time allows mm-hmm. us to to link back up or whatever. And exactly. I, I think too, even why we stopped talking was very is a big misunderstanding. Yeah, <laughs> somebody was in their feelings. <laughs> somebody tried to shade me on air. <laughs> um, just to preface anyway. for people listening, wondering, um, we had a conversation. We had many conversations, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once we after we met, uh, you telling me about your project of starting mm-hmm. a podcast and such, and I was like, yo, dope. Uh, anything I could do to help, cool. Uh, and I had a guest on a podcast, I think, a week or whatever later. And then um, I asked her a question. I was like, what do you think is the most important thing when venturing Yo, whether that's you know YouTube? what, Ibu? I don't want to retell this to you. <laughs> I got facts. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go I, ahead. I want my listeners to know uh, to at least in, intentionally, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to come up yeah, yeah, now no, no, for sure, for sure. And I know when you listen to it, you you're you're almost you you feel naked in a sense because you're like yo, all these people listening to it, but I didn't drop yeah. a name, yeah, I didn't yeah, get yeah. to specific for sure, for sure. All I was saying is, you know what, somebody I was having the same conversation with somebody who had a project and it was anticipating yeah, yeah, releasing yeah. it down the line. I was like, yeah, yo, yeah. you got to start now, whatever. And then you took that the wrong way, and uh, <laughs> I got voice notes, messages. <laughs> I got. I was like, yo, I was trying to support you, and I listened to this, and you're trying to shade me on air? What? Yeah, you heard my feelings. Yo. One of the things, you know why I didn't even respond? Yo, one of the things so she funny. said, I, I mean, we're laughing at it now. Um, <laughs> one of the things she said verbatim, she's like, yo, if you, if you lack content on your podcast, Stop using me. I was like, but I had three goddamn years. Okay, it's good that we can laugh about this now because this was not funny in March. That, 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 that was a uh, that was you hit below the belt. And I was like, you know what? Um, wow, really? I, I did feel that. My I was bad, like, yo, my bad, you know my what? Bad. My episode sixty. She like, I ain't got no. I'm not. And I didn't. So I didn't respond. Out. My bad. My bad. Um, but nonetheless, we put that behind us. Obviously, you're here on the podcast today, uh, and. Um, before we go any further, so I was I was looking into obviously I know who you are, yeah, and I was trying to like <laughs> preface it like okay like because you're very you have a very small footprint on mm-hmm. the internet. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um. So I want you uh, because there's nothing I could like put together to to obviously serve to the listeners, but I would like for you. Did to... Did you go looking for something? I did. I was trying to like, yo, what's up? Like, there's there's nothing I could find. Wow, that's actually great. That means I'm doing great at what I'm doing because um, I do that on purpose. 
I have a friend of mine too. He 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 tells me the same thing. He's like, if you Google my name, you will find nothing um, about me on the internet. I feel like for me, it's kind of too late for most of us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I will say. Uh, but who is uh, Chit Susan? Okay. Wow. Who am I? That's a good question. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, I'm an urban planner, like you said. Um, okay. I went to school for urban planning four years. Um, I went into that program blind, actually. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really know like what it was. I was that was supposed to be like a, a route to maybe law, maybe some you know African parents they have big dreams for you when it comes to school. <laughs> so I was right. like, okay, like you know, let me do this, and then I was supposed to do law school after. And then I did it and I kind of liked it. I was like, okay, this city stuff, like I started liking it. I was like, okay, I like the urban stuff. Um, I, I really like fell in love with it actually. Mm-hmm. But I also was able to sort of critique the way they were teaching it. Cause first of all, like a lot of my faculty, like I didn't have a, a black professor. I didn't have a, oh, most of my faculty were like black, were, sorry, were men and were specifically white men. So I was able to sort of learn a lot, but critique it. To the point where I, when I graduated, I was like, great, got my degree, but now I know sort of the changes and how I want to sort of navigate this. Mm-hmm. So that's me. That's urban planning. Um, and along the way, I realized, you know what? I like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you like to chat. I like to talk. <laughs> Yo, Shari likes to chat. And I like to chat about like any and everything. Like I'm such a big conversationalist. Like right. I like people like, yeah, we can do small talk, but I like to just, you know, like go deeper and like mm. have conversations and stuff and like. My mom used to talk to me. She's like, yo, you have a really nice voice. Like, you should do radio, like, at some point. Like, you should, you know. And I want to say, like, a couple years ago, I think it was, like, 2017. Yeah. I sort of found out about this, like, podcasting world. I started listening to podcasts and stuff. And I was like, yo, like, I think I should start one. But working two jobs, trying to figure, finish school, trying to understand what I want to do afterwards. Like, mm. podcasting was kind of, like, in the back burner of things okay. until last year when I graduated and I was like, okay, let me, let me revisit this idea. And then I started sort of like crafting the idea, thinking about it. It took me so long to think of a name. It took me so long to think about what do I want to do? Cause some of my friends are like, Oh, do you want to do something about like urban planning? I was like, nah, there's so much more to me than just urban planning. Like I yeah. want to be able to talk about anything. Right. Like I hate when people try to put me in a box. I hate when people are like, Oh, you're Nigerian. You should maybe only talk about Nigerian topics, only mm. African or only urban or, Oh, you're also Canadian. No, like I want to talk about everything. Yeah. So I was like, no, not going to be an urban podcast. Let's, so I, I had to do a lot of thinking, a lot of planning, like kind of figure it out. And then I also linked up with one of my good friends who did a lot of my branding. Cause one thing I, I know about the internet, the internet, hmm, if you put out trash, branding or trash work Mm. they will not hesitate to tell you so that's also me too like even in what i put on the internet like not to say that i'm trying to like be palatable i'm watering my personality down but like i try to make sure that my stuff is good Mm -hmm. and that's just me like generally i don't like to put bad like trash content out there you know yeah i am on learning perfection you know like (laughs) i'm no longer perfectionist i'm a near perfectionist you know i'm I'm on learning perfection so that it doesn't delay me starting a project i definitely get that Mm -hmm. but um but yeah, that's a little bit about me. I'm also a lover of music. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love music. You, you were jamming a little bit when you came in. Oh, you yeah. had a little music. You, know, you, yes. you jamming. Well, all, all genres. Well, except for country. Um, yeah, no, I don't like... I like R&B. I can only... Um, I can only work out to R&B for whatever reason. Really? I cannot work out with anything too high tempo. Really? R&B what type of workouts you be doing? Intense, but like the only thing I could could, could keep me focused yeah. while I'm working out is R&B. 
Really? Feel like R&B, obviously, Afrobeat's a given. I think when of we course, met, of course, of we course, we met at an event that yeah, I was hosting, yeah, which yeah. was a Christmas uh, uh, event. Uh, yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was something. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> yeah, it was an event. <laughs> it was a it, Christmas event. Yeah, it was, um, that. and that's how we met. So obviously, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you. How did we start? I think it was because you said something about, okay, well, first of all, me and my friend were not trying to... Yeah, they were giving not... me the hardest time. I was in there, I'd pull out the jokes. I was like, sometimes you... you Nigerians are Listen. a tough crowd. Nigerian are... One, you're not Nigerian. Wait, what? I am Nigerian. What do you mean? No, I'm saying like Nigerians oh, are a tough you. crowd okay, when okay, you're okay, not okay. one of them. Right? They really don't... They don't like... Even like... Cause you know I pay attention to um, to how they react. Like I've hosted a lot of events, so I, mm-hmm. I could I know how they are. I know how they react to um, to somebody who's Nigerian who has a little you know the the they could do the little joke. They got the dialect. They got the accent. So obviously they will connect faster to somebody on stage. It could like okay, it sounds like right. You know what I'm accustomed to. Where but when you're not, it's like eh, you got to like now you got to prove. I think it also depends on the type of event. Like that one, it wasn't just because we were Nigerian. Like mm. it wasn't one of those like she's okay, stand, club, club, club she's, events. She's standing for people, okay? <laughs> Yo, right. because like I mean, like because you can't generalize. Like Facts, I okay. like I get it. I get what you mean. And like obviously, are Nigerian tough? Are you guys a tough crowd? Yes and no. It depends. It depends on the event. It depends on the crowd. Because mm, okay. there's some crowds you might go to. Maybe it's a little harder. It also depends. Like what? What do you mean by tough crowd? Like. Because that event, right? Mm. Like it wasn't your typical like club, club. Turn everybody up, get yeah, up no, and dance. Sure, yeah. It was more chill. So everyone is coming and everyone's eating. Everyone's talking to their friends. Some people are eating cakes and people are drinking. Like it was one of those like chill yeah, yeah. type things. So you know, like not everybody was gonna and, get and up I think and start the lights, the fact jamming that we and dancing. We couldn't, we couldn't turn off the lights in the environment. It's like, and that's not nobody. a Nigerian thing. That's an everybody thing, especially <laughs> black people. We don't like the lights got to be off. Okay, <laughs> that's what day parties. People pull up at like uh, okay, nine thirty. True, that's actually true. Day parties till ten o'clock. I pull up at nine thirty, but you know. Let's keep this going. No, it shit started at five o'clock or whatever it was. Um, day parties are making a comeback, though. I like day parties. Uh, back to uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, right now nothing could gone, but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Now let's get back a little bit to the podcasting For issue. Sure. Um, two episodes in. Yeah. I, I, I listened to the second one, mm-hmm. and um, I was thoroughly impressed. Thank you. I was like, you know Yo, what? Just for this your listeners. No, no. <laughs> I told Ibu, Ibu told me this before we started recording. And right. I said, Ibu, give me my flowers on air. <laughs> Tell I, the I, listeners. Honestly, I was, I was, <laughs> this is even like part of like things that I, I wanted to make sure I shout out. Because if, if it was. If it was bad, I'm gonna be honest with you. We would have probably um, you would have told me, listen, yo. No, we would have just died. Side see, see what had happened was we can no longer record on Saturday. Don't bother. No, we, coming. honestly, we could have we could have still got into it. Uh, but honestly, one thing I appreciated about your episode is that mm-hmm. um, the guest you had on there, she was very well spoken. It's right. a given. She's she's in media, so she mm-hmm. could she could talk. True. Uh, you kind of like gave it a ball. She would kind of run with it, and mm-hmm. it was very. Uh, I wasn't like turned off after like five minutes. Like, yo, what the hell are they talking about? So it it kept me. I listened to the whole thing. It's about an hour and some change. I listened mm-hmm, to the whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, also, like, um, there's a little bit of a trick that you did in there that I was like, ooh, like this is good. Where at some point it kind of dies down. The little music comes in, and then you guys, yo, I've been like, working. I was I've like, yo, working. that's 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 dope. 
And uh, once again, and you know, obviously you're in the city of Toronto, you yeah. local. I mean, so a lot of that thing I will, I really appreciate it because I've listened to a lot of local podcasts, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just like people just don't care about whatever it is, right? And um, and it shows through your preparation and how long it took you to put it out there um, that you really was like, yo, I'm, yeah. you know, gonna put something Cause, dope because I didn't want to like put it and take it back. Mm-hmm. Put it on and then they'll be like, Ugh. and then I got to be like, okay, sorry guys, we're now doing another rebrand. And then like, you know, mm-hmm. like I wanted to kind of think it through. Cause I feel like some people get really excited about the idea of having a podcast. Right. They'd be like, yo, okay guys, like one, two, three of us, we're going to, everybody gonna grab a mic. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, yeah. Literally. We're just going <laughs> to chat shit, talk about NFL, yeah. whatever, whatever it is. Like, you know, but like, it's, it's hard to think about it. Cause also like. I knew going into podcasting, like, not everybody can listen to a podcast mm-hmm. all the way through. Like, yeah. there are not a lot of people. Okay, maybe I'm, I should give people more credit. But, like, I feel like I don't, I wish I had the stats on me. But I feel like there's a certain demographic of people that can actually sit down and listen to an episode, like, 30 minutes to an hour. Not a lot of people can do that. And then also, when you add to the fact that po- a lot of podcasts are just audio only, there's no visual to it. And I feel like sometimes with we tend to want to see a visual without audio. Mm-hmm. That also makes it harder too. So you got to make sure that your content can be engaging yeah. for that period of time. Um, and, you know, show a bit of yourself in there, be a little creative and just like have some meaningful, good conversations so someone can like leave it and be like, dang, like, yeah. okay, I might've been doing some mindless tasks while I was listening to this podcast, but it was a good one, you know? Yeah. And, and I think another thing uh, that you did very well is the art of conversation. I think a lot of people... Mm. Uh, assume that just because you got a mic in front of you, that what you're saying is engaging in that way, and I and That's I like true. the attention to detail to that aspect where like yeah, you guys was talking or whatever, doing your thing, but it was still like mindful of uh, that you have an audience listening to it. So this mm-hmm. is a lot of things, and true. maybe we're picking at things, but like I, you know, because I, I get a lot of, I mean, on a weekly basis, I might get like three, four, like yo, I'm trying to start a podcast or oh, listen to my first episode. Um, I guess just because maybe in the city I was doing it longer or whatever so people mm-hmm. kind of like and i and, and i appreciate that by the way right so when you listen to it and i tell a lot of times it's like if you're on your podcast and you're telling an inside joke right that yeah like you and your homies know but i was like me listening that like if that inside joke for, exactly, goes for 10 yeah. minutes you completely <laughs> block everybody else out right mm-hmm, and um mm-hmm. So, and these are little things that like, even us, like obviously prefacing our little, you know, a little beef, <laughs> right? Like it, 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 it matters to put these things in context. And like I'm saying, honestly, like I subscribe to, I'm, I'm going to listen to all the way through, uh, whenever you put out. So it's, I'm happy because once again, uh, the most important thing is that you're local, mm-hmm. you would speak to things that directly yeah. inf- uh, affect me, which is. The reason even for me launching my podcast, because I was listening to one in, in the U.S. A lot of them are in the U.S. Like, like, you know, a Toronto's lot of a big them. city, yeah. right? Yeah. Two episodes in. Yeah. We're trying how, to how, how you feeling? I feel good. So I feel good. I feel like a lot of people were like, yo, like, this is good. Mm. Like, because I, I think also people don't know. Like, when you tell them, oh, I'm going to start a podcast, yeah. people are like, like... Okay, here, here they yeah, go again. Another like, here's another one. <laughs> so I feel like you know when I put out the little like the the little promo things that have the audio clips, and someone was like, "Yo, this is mm. crisp audio." And I remember like that was something me and you had been talking about. Like, make sure your audio is good so that people aren't fighting with audio because there is no visual. Like, yeah. so people are a little less forgiven yeah. when they don't have a visual and to they sort don't of know look who at. You are. Right? I mean, that's you, true. You want to have the 
Because your friends might give you a chance, but not like the average random... Yeah, 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 exactly. Your friends mm. would be like, yeah, yeah, I was dope. And then they... <laughs> and, and your friend won't even come back and listen. Like, yeah, and that's Yo, another thing. you like, know? If you're supporting somebody, and I have friends that'll do that to me. Like, uh, there there are times where I might feel like, I don't want to say I get lazy, but mm-hmm. um, my biggest... Um, issue is that I do everything from the ground up, and, and mm-hmm. so do you. But mm-hmm. like I've now started to stress myself up. But now, oh, I'm gonna do video now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like That's... I'm a, I'm gonna do I'm gonna edit clips and I'm gonna do these things, right? So, mm-hmm. um, the audience don't give a shit. So like all they expect you like to to give us something that we yep. like. So I have friends that they literally pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I put a poster and not even put a caption. They be like, "Yo, why is there no caption in it?" I was mm. like, "I thought y'all didn't give a shit about a caption." She's like, "No, you got." So I got friends that do that to me, and, and obviously I'm not like, "Oh fuck!" Like I'm like, "But what they saying is right, right?" So, yeah. And I think um, besides just your friends saying, "Oh yeah, yeah that was good," and never listen, mm-hmm. but like, "Yo, honestly, mm, I like this. I didn't like like at least now you're like okay." Um, keeping that in mind, uh, progressing forward. So it's important sure. to point out things that um, people do good and bad. And, and yeah. based on what you put out mm-hmm. for me, I can't even like I can't criticize. There's nothing that I was like that was horrible, right? Like yeah, but, and, <laughs> and that's kind of what I want. Like yeah, I don't want someone to be like, "Yo, that was horrible." But what I do want to hear is that episode wasn't quite for me because not every episode will be for you, Thanks, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm trying to put on another one. Maybe I'll talk about like you know, right now people are trying to look for jobs and people are trying to go back to school and do this school and work thing. Um, remotely or people are looking for jobs with COVID and we're in a recession. Like I'm mm-hmm. trying to do an episode for that. Mm-hmm. Or am I doing an episode about, you know, dating apps or whatever, but not every episode will click yeah, with every person. Either. And I think I'm, that's one thing that I'm more likely to be like, okay, yeah, I know every episode's for you. Like mm-hmm. this one might be for you. And, you know, and that's what I'm also sort of not struggling, but I'm working on right now is mm-hmm. just trying to figure out my audience mm-hmm. And the type of content, right? Because I said I like range and I like to talk about a whole bunch of different things. But I feel like 2020 has been such a serious year that it's reflected in a lot of content, right? Like, so Mm -hmm. like, for example, like uh, COVID, people are talking about COVID on their podcast. August Alcina and Jada, we're talking about that in our Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's reflected, (laughs) right? But but does it matter? Like, to me, and me and you had this conversation, I told you, I literally put content that I like to put out. Yeah, but I feel like... It gets to like a read the room type situation, especially like with like Black Lives Matter this year, like mm-hmm. with COVID and the the like social unrest in the U.S. uprisings, protests, like that has been so heavy that I feel like, especially like even though it sort of started in June and I'm starting this podcast now, I feel like I should still sort of talk about it. One because I want to, mm-hmm. right? Like if I didn't want to, it'd be a different thing. One, yeah. I want to. I feel like I should address it. I feel like I should use my platform for that. Mm-hmm. But two, it also just feels like yeah, like you know, let me sort of speak on that I've had things to say now's my time to sort of say it but I do I am uh, I don't want to use the word struggling but it's making me think because I'm like do I want to address that serious stuff that's going on in the world or do I want to give my audience an escape Mm -hmm. right and I think that's also why I like if you listen to my podcast I have two segments so I have the clue in segment where it's like you know I'll just talk about a new album that dropped because like the more lighter me and then we'll get into our main topic where I'll really talk about something so it allows me to sort of do both like you can get like the ha 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 whatever pop culture whoever's doing whatever and then we get into the serious topic Mm. that's yeah because 2020 like i had to think about it like i had an (laughs) order of some topics like uh, but i I, so like i I might put out an episode based on a feeling and and i know it's and it's not i feel like even when things is happening like black Lives matter is happening and 
Um, there, there's as even we're recording this, the, mm-hmm. the latest big thing was the Jacob. Yeah. Uh, I've I've actually have not even looked into anything when it concerns to that, just because um, I just don't feel like talking about it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last episode, I put an episode out, and I was talking about the what if, and a what if moment was just like, what if I went this, or mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how important that is, and me reassessing life. And looking at it like, what do I care about the most now? So, right. because my, like, I'm shifting towards, like, it's no longer about, yo, I need to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm concerned of me not making it, which is what, success or whatever that embodies that feeling. Mm-hmm. is more as if, like, my biggest fear now is, it's like, I need to pursue everything that I'm passionate about. Yeah. Meaning, like, if I want to drop an album tomorrow... I'm going to pursue that because I don't want to feel that what if, right? Mm-hmm, if I want to mm-hmm. uh, travel, whatever that is. So it it kind of takes away. So in that moment, because of how much of that I kept thinking about, I couldn't go on there and be like, oh, so by the way, uh, such and such. Like, I didn't I wouldn't want to get into Black Lives Matter because, like, I've done that already. Like, I've, I've gave you Black Man Trauma, which talks about right. me watching Netflix and almost right. five minutes into watching a movie. I'm like... Anxiety is mm-hmm. hitting me crazy, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what the? Because you see a black man just, yeah, shoot a whole, f- you know what yeah. I mean? So these things, I'm like, and once again, like you can always meet people in the middle, and I, this is not me convincing you to like, oh no, you need, but I know for <laughs> me personally, I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm gonna give y'all a different flavor, mm-hmm. and um, pick the ones that you love the best. True. And I and, and I will obviously I'm I'm human and when things affect me obviously mm-hmm. like 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 this is me all the time like it's not even like I take a day off from from that but sometimes it's like yo because uh, I find it once you start to give people one once you accustom your audience to just a one way of how you are they continue then to you that. Can yeah. come yeah. back and yeah. like trying to weave yeah. into a, a like I feel like you avenue. can but it's hard. But that's mm-hmm. a, but I feel like podcasts are easier to sort of like weave around. I feel like you can do it. You could really? maybe okay. cap it and say, okay, that was a series we were talking about that, mm-hmm. or that's the end of a season. Take a couple months break, come back season two and talk about something else. You could probably do, do it do with you, podcasts. Do you think people people lose uh, an audience when they take a break? Season breaks? I hope not, because I want to do that. <laughs> okay. Because I feel like. Especially because, like, this is not something I'm doing full time. Mm-hmm. This is not something that I'm fully monetizing, right? Exactly, and it's also like, like editing and just like it's I'm, work. <laughs> I'm literally recording, producing, yeah. editing, writing questions, co- coordinating with guests, co- <laughs> formulating notes, formulating <laughs> my Instagram posts, my captions, trying to engage. It's a lot. It's a lot. No, it's a right? lot. Right. So I feel like definitely I will be taking because I'm thinking like I started what like July so I'm thinking end of the year I'll take a little bit of a break mm-hmm. maybe like a month or two and then come back I hope people don't lose followers doing that because I plan to do it like I feel like <laughs> but I feel like if you maybe just like post things on your story yeah. or if you maybe post like you know we are taking a break but here are some behind the scenes mm-hmm. or go back and listen to our episodes you may not I, I take unannounced breaks <laughs> you, and, you and, take unannounced breaks but True. sometimes I'm not even conscious of it because right. once again like the podcast is one aspect mm-hmm. and then you know like another things like other things that I do is like um, host events mm. so during the summer it's, it's almost impossible it doesn't matter how much I want to do episodes I just can't because I work Monday to Friday mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday I might have an event Friday Saturday Sunday mm-hmm. I'm burnt out Monday I'm back to yep. work so it's like even scheduling things just doesn't make sense. Yeah, so I don't. That's true. 
I, I try not to um, put a lot of I don't know like pressure on myself in that sense. Mm. And also like I'm 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 traveling, so sometimes I might just take a couple months to edit a vlog. And uh, by the way, uh, Ghana Vlog is out right now. Please go ahead and check it out. <laughs> Shameless plug. I noticed <laughs> you mentioned this Ghana Vlog in all your episodes, bro. I'm like, <laughs> please. Ghana Vlog. <laughs> I know you all the time. If you have not seen it, goddamn go. Um, so like things like that, right? And I'm learning to edit now and things like that. And that takes such a long time, especially like the learning time. curve. So it's yep. like, you know, unfortunately, one aspect of what you do is going to suffer um it's gonna take a hit from it yeah and and that's also why like i didn't i purposely didn't put in my bio like weekly episodes every wednesday so i drop episodes on wednesdays Mm -hmm. i want to be like a nice little midweek thing but i purposely didn't put like weekly episodes every wednesday or Mm -hmm. bi-weekly but i'm maybe i shouldn't say this (laughs) on here i'm trying to make it bi-weekly but like if I go away and I come back and I'm just tired or if I like you know like if something else happens and I can't meet that I don't want people to be like yo you said it was bi-weekly. Where that episode yeah. at? So I, I, just, I, I, get the, I get those messages sometimes. <laughs> I, I definitely do. But honestly, to also, to, sometimes it is a nice reminder because I was like, oh shit, y'all are waiting on this. Um, especially like the Friday. <laughs> and funny. The reason why I choose Friday because Friday to me, it sets the tone. Mm. Um, your weekend, you've, you've had right. a week, you have things to reflect on. And my first year, I did a weekly every Friday episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, I put up, I think <clears> my first year, I put up 40 episode wow yeah and i started yeah i I put up 40 the first year um second year um obviously even now i'm on a bi-weekly basis just because once i introduce the video Mm -hmm. i do need more time to make sure they come out right so i'm on a bag week but sometimes you know what covid and 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 also like the scheduling of guests like you know i've tried a couple of Mm -hmm. you know remote yes now yeah the remote thing is it's it's no good Unless you do a, a substantial <clears throat> uh, investment for that. So, yeah. Um, so, you're bi-weekly. <laughs> make sure you keep... <laughs> Yo, no, 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 no. <laughs> it drops on Wednesday. So, make sure you subscribe. Or, yeah, and, yeah, subscribe and you get that notification yeah. saying now available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, what, what, what local podcasts inspire you, if, if any? Or if it's not locally, mm-hmm. internationally, what, what podcast have you looked at as a source of inspiration? Um, so, there's one by Shakira White. She's in the base in the States. It's called Carefree and Black Diaries. Never heard of it. It's lit. That's crazy. Yeah. Never heard of it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I like that one. There's Sociology. One second, y'all. Let me just... Pull up the pull up the <laughs> list. Um, yeah. While you're trying to pull up your list, I want to give a shout out to a few local ones that I that I really thoroughly enjoy. Um, Return of the Mac podcast. Um, mm. And the reason why I even like that podcast is because they talk about ratchet shit. Mm. And now I realize I, I I am a little ratchet. You know what I mean? Like I do got <laughs> that in me. Um, I I can't sit That's there hilarious. and 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 have um, a podcast about it because mm-hmm. it just my interest wouldn't be there. But I do like to listen to to that aspect where like people are giving their opinion on, um, for example, the Tory Lane situation, which oh, we're going to yeah. talk about a, a little bit later. Or these things. I'm like, damn, yeah, I do enjoy that thing. So shout out to them, um, and shout out to. Uh, North Lab Podcast as well. They're, they're locally in Toronto as well. Three guys giving their opinion. Um, mm-hmm. What else? You know what? Let me... Did, did you have any... Um, yeah, I got some. I, I got okay. it up here. So, me. I mean, everybody... Well, everybody should know the Receipts Podcast. That one's out of the UK, I think. But um, the Receipts Podcast, funny as hell. You can submit scenarios and stuff and they talk about it. Um, 
One I really loved, and they got big, especially with the whole like movement and everything this year. It's out of Quebec. And what I like about it, so it's a bi it's a bilingual podcast. So they speak in English and in French. Okay. Um, it's called Woke or Whatever. It's out of Quebec. Mm. So that one, yeah, that one's really lit. Two two girls, yeah. Two girls out of Quebec. That that's a really good one. Uh this is a Toronto one, but it's it's not like local, like from the ground up. This one, they got a, like, you know, when you're an artist and you get signed to a label and then mm -hmm. you have the podcaster equivalent, you get signed to a network. Okay. So there's one called Black Tea. It's signed to a, they're from Frequency Network. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's one called Mm-hmm Girl. I like that one too. I've heard about that one. Mm-hmm Girl? Yeah. Yeah, it's out of the States, but they just, they're like, they, they brand themselves as problematically unproblematic. Hmm. <laughs> Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, Getting Grown is another one. I like mm. that one too. Uh, you got a whole bunch of podcasts that you like. Yeah, if you look at the scripts. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're podcast heavy. Um, and two that I want to also but notice. But it's bad now because I used to listen to them for like fun. But now I'm listening to them to like train myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's I think that's how I learned about podcasts. There was one, uh, shout out to... Um, the guy that you don't like, Charlemagne the God, who has a okay, podcast. I didn't say I didn't like him. Yo. Charlemagne, <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> if you're listening, um, I'm a big fan of, of his work. And, and that that podcast actually even... Um, What's his podcast called? Brilliant Idiots. Oh, okay. Yeah, that it, one. Okay. It, it, it it's a visual podcast, right? Like it has a YouTube uh, They have a YouTube, but I mean, obviously those guys, they mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they just talk and go home and they got a whole production team taking care of it. Basically. Uh, another one uh, locally is uh, Hyphenated. Um, and it's, it's oh, like a... Oh, I, I think I've seen that one. Political check it base. Out. She, she, she come with the facts. Mm, um, hyphenated? Hyphenated, yeah. Okay. And uh, Decoded, which is mm. a group of amazing, uh, beautiful women here in the city of Toronto and they... Get on the mic and, and and talk talk that shit and you know okay. I thoroughly thoroughly enjoy so um, shout out to all to all y'all podcasts man we love y'all and uh, we'll yeah, continue keep to support. Going. What I want to see and I talked to you about this earlier this year is I want to see like a group of like um, of podcasters in Toronto mm. just get together and have like a nice I don't know whether it's event whatever like you know how like okay for example like i was talking to like my, a festival yeah because they yeah. do so much of those in the u.s they have like yeah. pod fest and everything in dc um i was talking to my nail tech and she was like yeah like i have a couple of nail tech friends like we have a group on instagram whenever someone has a podcast we'll like you know we all support we all post their stuff so mm -hmm. that we build out following and like you know we get listeners and stuff i want to see stuff like that for podcasters in toronto i mean i, I think like, it's it's up to us i, I think true. we we got to um, like I'm saying, even even for for this whole theme that I'm trying to do, like I mean, I reach out to people and mm -hmm. and, uh, and everybody's gonna tell you, oh no, yeah, I let you know. As soon as you tell me, you let me know. That means you're not really serious and and about it. And or it means they don't want to make the drive out to the studio. I mean, we didn't even get to that conversation. Mm, okay, okay, okay. It's okay. like yo, let's pick a date. It's like oh yeah, yeah, I let you know. Um, and I and I think also people get afraid of. And and I've heard this. Um, after like this podcast that I've started and they have stopped. Mm -hmm. And then after when we talk, like, oh, you still going? I was like, well, yeah, I ain't going nowhere no time soon. Everybody, like, you know what? You know, that one time we supposed to link up, you know, the rest of the crew wasn't feeling it because they're like, yo, you do a podcast, we do. So it's like sometimes there's that fear of like somebody going to come in there and, and that's not even possible. Like, or well, maybe take the listeners or all you really doing is you're exposing um, your audience to theirs. And mm -hmm. Could some gravitate towards that? Of course. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think you just 
everybody's like, oh, you know what? Now you've introduced us to this. We'll stop listening to it and go, right? So yeah, exactly. I think there's exactly. a little bit of that um, in, in the black community. So it's like once people start to get out of their heads about what that does, and, and in the U.S., like you said, like that's why I even learned this whole concept because I could listen to one podcast and they have a guest on there. Yep. Like, oh, they also have yep. their podcast. And like, oh, shit, I like the shit that they were talking. Let me yep. go figure it out. And I was like, but that don't, do, that don't make me stop listening to that of initial course, podcast. Of course, yeah. Um, that I was listening to or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And, and that leads to this question. I want to get your opinion on how important do you feel um, the black voice? How important is the black voice? Especially in the podcasting um, field of things or mm-hmm. even having the ability to... Uh, have a platform which promotes black voices in the, in the, in the city or across the world. How, how important is tremendously that? Tremendously important. Like, tremendously important. Especially right now, we need... And I talked about this on my episode with my guest. Mm. Um, go check it out. It's called History, Her Story, Our Story. Um, and we talk about the importance of having storytelling. Like, if you have a podcast, if you have a YouTube channel use your voice like it's so important because we need to have like accurate depiction of this time in history so that mm. when the next generation is looking back they have accurate representations of what actually took place in this in the year 2020 right something that we can't necessarily do right now when we look back you know in previous um to previous movements and such so i think it's it's so important like regardless of what how small you think your platform is, regardless of, you know, how big you are, or if you're like, oh, I don't really know where to start. I'm nervous about saying certain things. Like, just start, you know, especially if you're representing an even more marginalized group within the black community. Like, mm-hmm. I support you. You should do it. Like, 100%. if you're like black and you're dark skin and you're a black woman, or if you're, you know, you're part of the LGBTQ community, or if you're trans, like, please just start like i can't even stress this enough you know like <laughs> go for a jump yeah do like what you it's, it's do. really yeah. really really important for me i feel like and that's something too like if you even scroll through on like the apple podcast the spotify like how many of those like especially when you look at like the top 100 or the charted ones that are featured oh, they only just recently started doing like featuring black ones yeah. as a result of this movement they now start saying oh amplify their voices and started you know yeah, and it's just like black culture. Culture is definitely just one of those that even us as black people, we don't even. I don't. I don't want to say we don't own, but it's it's the one culture that people could come, uh, settle in it, make money off of us, and then and move out. We don't benefit from mm-hmm. it. So, mm-hmm. um, and it, even when you talk about black voice right now uh, in the city of Toronto, G ninety eight seven FN is going through a. a turmoil where it's being sold or oh, or no. there's a possibility where that might be a thing in the past and if you're in city of toronto you got to remember sorry um, pause i think you should explain what g9 that's radio station is g987 mm-hmm. it is um so this let's take it back a little bit um the first urban radio mm-hmm. uh, at least when i first came to toronto in 2007 was 93.5 yep um and Everybody um, that have since migrated to G98. Uh, so essentially what happened is 93.5 got sold to yeah, the highest yeah, bidder, yeah, yeah. which is, it's not us because we're not in a position of power financially to that to that extent. So it gets bought over and then obviously rebrand completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, still plays urban and, and yeah, things like that. Yeah, they still kept the urban. Yeah. But it's, it's almost as if like, it's very, now it just became like, not only are you serving urban, you're serving Canadians, you're mm-hmm. serving... Everybody else, it becomes like, you know, the things, 
it's not specific to black people, which also there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I feel like, you know, specifically, uh, just like if you listen to hockey, there's a hockey show. Yeah. And hockey got something about hockey and that's specific to that to that niche or that audience, we also need one word. If you're mm-hmm. Caribbean, if you're African, if you're of black descent, or like we also have to have that word. If a friend of mine drops music, I could reach out to the to the to the host because I right. know him. And shout out to MC Bonde. Mm-hmm. Like your Bonde, this guy's good. You know, his put him on the platform and he would do that and then it's all voice and we're we're helping our people. Um, now, if you're familiar, again, if you're in Sydney, Toronto, you understand that G93 now don't even have a morning show anymore. Um, they've since, uh, brought, and this, I hated it so much. We now listen to Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club, yeah. Was like, it, it went from like a weekend yeah, yeah, thing yeah. to now, like, I was like, how can we be in the biggest city in Canada? Population is about 35 million people. Um, Ontario alone has more than half of that population. Don't quote me on that. I don't check stats, but... Most people in Canada live in Ontario. Mm-hmm. And I think in the Toronto and the boroughs, we're about 7 million people, mm-hmm. right? 7 million people that don't have a radio station to listen to in the morning because we're listening to... The Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club that's based out of fucking <laughs> New York. And that doesn't... Yeah. Why do we... You know what I'm saying? But once again... And it's not like we don't have the voices that can do that. I mean, and and this is why it's important because all they look at is money, right? Like, you yeah. know what, Charlemagne, that yeah. show they, does that, numbers. And, and shout out to them. The <laughs> show does do numbers. Like, There's you know, no and questions. they have carved that out. But why can't we do that for Toronto? Like, start now. Because we don't own the, the black voice on that station. We, okay, I mean, we don't. Well, There's no, there no ownership mm-hmm, in that. So, mm-hmm. uh, and right now, so when G93, sorry, uh, 93.5 yeah. got, got bought, um, the personalities on our radio station migrated, and one of them, uh, which is um, the owner who passed away, um, why am I forgetting the name? Um, but essentially, he went and created 98.7 and mm-hmm. themed it. Uh, obviously, he's Caribbean, mm-hmm. I think he's Jamaican, I'm, I could be wrong, but he is Caribbean, so obviously, that was themed around Caribbean voices. But even within that mix, we have a um, and shout out to my guy MC Bonde who does the African Groove show on there and things right. like that. And also, you can go check it out. I've been uh, on there a few times. You know what I mean? Shameless plug. <laughs> Yo, the <laughs> but plugs. The, 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 the point I'm trying to say is, you know what? That is important. And now that the radio station is up for sale, um, which is going to go to potentially the highest bidder who got the money, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to look at it like, do these shows generate revenue? Yes or no? Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Let's rebrand. Let's get the white... You know what I mean? And then yeah. all of a sudden, we've now... Uh, lost that. So I think that's what's important about it. And that's mm-hmm. why it's important to, you know what, if your friends is doing a podcast and I listen to a lot of trash podcasts, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I'm subscribed to it, but I still, you know what, I still give you about 15 minutes per episode. And I'm hoping over time that mm-hmm. you get better. Now, some of y'all just don't give a shit and I could tell. <laughs> <What's she like? laughs> well, don't get nervous. I'm not put, I, I, I would not put nobody's name. Uh, out there, but you can tell some people just don't care. But you know what? I will still subscribe and, and give you the listens on the right, weekly basis right. because I understand that if you win, mm-hmm. the odds might not be in your favor. But let's say if you make it one day, guess what? That's going to be able to uplift who mm-hmm. we are as a people and, yeah, and, and I our think, community. Um, yeah, for sure. I think that's important. 100%. Let me ask you about your 2020. We're more than midway through. We're September now, uh, 09. Uh, how you feeling? 
Man. Or, or should I say, where, where do we start? <laughs> Literally, where do we start? <laughs> I feel like, man, I remember January 1st, 2020. Everyone was like, 2020, new decade. You know, we're going to do lit, this. Yeah, we Everyone's making a list of all the places you're going to mm. travel to. Everyone's doing, we're going to do this, 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 that. Then what was it that happened first? First, we thought there was going to be World War Three when US and Iran were having their issues. Um, hmm. Then... I even forgot about that. Yeah. yeah then... Kobe passed away. Then yeah, Kobe, slowly. Kobe, Kobe should fuck me up. Yeah. Yeah. Then COVID started creeping in to, from uh, China to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And at that point, everyone's still like, oh, you know, you know they, yeah, yeah. they got it under control, you know. I actually went to a concert February 25th. Mm-hmm. And I think about it, I'm like, whoa, like if it was any later, I, you know. And then by like March 16th, I remember because this is when they told us, okay, yeah, we're, we're going to be working from home now. And then from then, it's just been like, then mm-hmm. George Floyd, then this, then people protesting wearing masks. And it's just been a lot. Like, yeah. I feel like I was talking to my friend. I was like, I had a mental health hiccup, like <laughs> I called it a hiccup, like a few weeks ago. I just, time out has been really important this mm-hmm. year. Like, I feel like it's because there's a sense of collective grief that we're all going through especially the black community like we've just watched so many people like die in the news and i get that it's not people that we we are related to but there's still a sense of like man that person meant something represented something for our community like chadwick Mm. i'm not his biggest fan but pop smoke like we've just watched people die 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 this year like and I was talking to someone and they were like, yeah, like, you know, it's just another, like, people die every day. I'm like, yeah, I know. But this year just feels so... It feels like it's... Yeah. it's and I know a lot of people uh, attribute it to 2020. I, I was telling you, know what? And, uh, I mean, people have been dying. I mean, Michael yeah. Jackson. You know what I mean? So, but I get what... <laughs> I said Michael Jackson. Yeah, Michael Jackson. I remember when Michael Jackson died. I, Yo, I can't the remember the year, but it's like, oh my God. 2009. I remember the year. 2009 is a crazy year. And it's like, you know, it, it, it does get worse, right? As you see, if one thing life is teaching you is... Things don't get easier. Like as you grow older, you get more responsibilities. Mm-hmm. You got more, you know, people to look after. You, yeah. You know, your parents. Mm-hmm. You now go from mooching off your parents to live, and then now you got to look after your parents mm-hmm. and things like that. So I, I don't, I don't blame any particular year. And honestly, the the only thing that affected me or affects me through this is is now I just I'm I gotta force myself to do things that I. Before yeah. it was like you don't have to like. As soon as you tell me, oh, let's, uh, yeah, I'm in. Like you know what I mean. Like my mom <laughs> my has been friend complaining. Is like She's that. like, why are you always home? Because my mom, especially especially on the weekend, <laughs> my mom knows she cannot catch me now. She's like, oh, let's go here, mom. I don't want to go to Walmart. Why? You got to put a mask. You got to line yes. up. I ain't got time for it. My groceries, I, I was buying it online. The only thing that gave me peace is these this habit that I got on, and I would like run uh, five kilometers every other mm. day, uh, and that was the only thing that kind of kept me in tune. And that's the one thing that I was looking forward to. Like I was right. like, "Yo, I'm gonna go for." So I know for thirty seven to thirty eight minutes or whatever, I'm not thinking about nothing but just sh- sh- I gotta get this breath. This sh- you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're exercising more, <laughs> yeah. right? So that's the only thing that I was looking at. Like yeah, like if now. What's starting to fuck me up is is getting cold. That's true. So that's what my stress yeah, is coming. Yeah, that's like. what I'm think kind of thinking about too. Is like, what's this going to so be how, like in the what winter? What am I going to? Because you can't run out. In, I mean, we live in Canada. It's a, you can't run winter time. 
I might be able to get to October. Yeah, maybe even the beginning of November if the snow. But after that, it, it's yeah. a wrap. So now, like you know, I'm dealing with a whole different kind of stress. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think other than that, I feel like 2020 is. I feel like 2020 has just it taught me to like just think of the like how do I say this? Like I really just got to understand, not that I didn't know before, but mm-hmm. it, it really just like put it like right in front of me, like how connected the world is. Right? Like yeah. like you know, one thing that happened in China affected us here in North America and the the uh, protests that were taking place in the US, you know, filtered here mm-hmm. and in the UK and you know, you know, people in even like Nigeria protesting other causes. Like yeah. I just feel like I got to really just understand how the world is like I still what as a collective. Like it's yeah. very, very um very connected. And I also feel like 2020, it's almost like it's, I don't want to say social experiment, but it's like you can see a shift is coming. Like, for example, even like the whole work from home. How many times you ask to work from home or you try to, you know, work from home more than like twice a week? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, oh, no, like we really want you here for collaboration purposes. Like, am I really collaborating when I'm oh, sitting that, on my desk all eight hours? But now, that's like, the... after we've been working for, uh, at home oh, I all can't these wait. months, I, I cannot wait you can't for tell this shit me. to go back to normal because. Is you can't tell me I need to be in the office. You, you can't. You, you better just mandate me to come in. I was like, you know you what? Have we to pay you me. come in. But if you're like, ah, no, we've proven that the, all that is is just you, um, yeah. um, not allowing me to um, to just fulfill whatever mm-hmm. it is that I'm that I'm supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know obviously the older generation that's even something they're not, they're not accustomed to. So obviously mm-hmm. it's like, For sure. are you even doing work from home kind of thing? So. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's it's one of those. Right? There's that too. There's also what else? I feel like mental health also we we really got to see how important mental health was Facts. this year. Yeah. Like Facts. I feel like like collectively like people are now like, you know, promoting apps and saying, you know, like this and even through like um through work and different other resources people are making available mental health um, you know, like resources for people uh because this year, this year has not been easy. It's not been easy at all. Even from that too, like then you got a recession. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. You know what? I'm, I'm I'm gonna actually I'm gonna steal one of your tricks that you do on your podcast. We're gonna take a little slight break. <laughs> We're gonna play a little music in between. Uh, get this camera charged up, and then we'll be right back. You stole my tricks already. back and um thank you for uh chit for stealing one of her a little trick that she does on her podcast this is why you need to go check out her podcast and see uh where i stole yes that trick for and she like she and looked she looking at me the whole time like, you better give me some credit yeah goddamn. and you will link <laughs> the podcast in the description below uh, you know yes we will link everything below so you could go uh when yes. i put this out and you guys could go and uh, obviously and at the end we'll get you to drop um, for sure for sure all your socials and things like that so um, for this part of the podcast, one thing that we were discussing, what we like to talk about is um, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of what I feel is black women um, feeling like black men are not protecting them. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit of concern for me because I was having a conversation two days ago with uh, with a friend of mine. And I, and I actually I was like, do you feel like we not? And she was like, yes. Right. She's sorry. She said yes. She feels like black. She feel men. like we don't. Okay. Black men don't protect black women. Mm-hmm. Like, I, don't, 
I said, really? I was like, yo, your father, your brother, your... I was like, because when I'm talking about black men, like, that's all that is 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 under the same umbrella. So, like, no, I, I, I mean, my family, yes, but if it's not my family, then it's a hard no. Um, so, I got a little concerned, right? <laughs> I got a little concerned because as black men, we should be protective mm-hmm. and we should protect mm-hmm. anything black. I mean, we should protect women, but in this particular case, we're talking about black women specifically. Yeah. So yes, we we have to. It is our duty. It is it's damn near it, it's, you know, what I mean, I feel like after your belief in God, that should be the next thing on that list, right? Um so I went on my social media, of course, and shout out to everybody who responded to it and I, and I put the the question out there. Oh, you did. I didn't see that. Was it um, on your on my personal? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, and I asked, do y'all feel like, you know, and I mean, people still responding now. Like it's it's nuts. And oh wow, what are some of the answers? So the general consensus: right. black women do not feel protected. Correct. By black men, and 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 I would like to get your take on it. Um, that that to me that's a little bit concerning. And mm-hmm. and before we even get into that deep of a topic, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Where we started from is the Tory Lane shooting Megan Stallion in her foot. Yeah, and that's um, that's Exhibit A, example A of. That's you Exhibit know? A. Um, I personally <laughs> never like. Uh, Tory Lanez as a, as a person, I think he's he's just he has this. Um, I'm still trying to prove I'm the man after you've mm-hmm. been successful, and this is when you start to realize that um, as people, as even black men, we gotta. This is when you seek mm-hmm. healing because if Correct. if you if you get to a certain stage where like this is all you've wanted to become, this is because mm-hmm. uh, we like to associate success with money. And yeah, you got everything. You got the woman. You got the you're on radio, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you still have these what I like to call outbursts. So there's many videos of Tory mm-hmm. Lanez out here punching people twice his size. Mm-hmm, and I think mm-hmm. he had an issue with um. Um, mm-hmm. I'm getting old. Well, what's his rap? Travis Scott or somebody like that. It was it was a video where he's in a hotel punching them. There's Dang, videos of him always hanging off. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wall, I mean falling off things. Like you yeah. doing a concert? What the hell? You Spider Man yeah. now? You jumping up? Like I don't understand that. I, honestly, I, I don't get it. Right. So it's like so when you do. I'm not a fan of his antics. He mm-hmm. he does have good music, um, to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, but. You know, even like there's a there's a there's an instance when he went on Breakfast Club, which is like one of the funniest shit. When uh, Charlamagne the guy was trying to put the camera on his ball spot, and he's he was like he almost beat Slip up probably, the, the, the yeah. camera, like yo, I'm about to yo, you almost lose. Like he was he was literally, but bro, you ain't got hair, like that's <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I even the fact that he's trying to get his edges back, I'm like yeah, I, like I get the sense that he's always trying to like prove something. Obviously, I don't know the man personally, but that's what he exhibits for sure. 100%, yeah, yeah, and like I also like. I'll admit I took an L on this one. Like, I was a Tory Lanez fan mm. in terms of the music. Like, I didn't really... I wasn't really, like, in tune with all the other extra stuff he right. was doing. But his songs were lit. Like, yeah. all the Chicks tapes and everything were really good. Songs. You know? So, and I actually went to his concert earlier this year. Oh. Yeah. That's when I almost caught Corona for, for Tory. Look at okay, you. Okay, it wasn't February, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It was Damn, a February. Yo, no, no, no. And like now looking back at that, I'm like, bro. But even like from the way that he's kind of like been wilding with like quarantine radio and mm. all the stuff that he was like, oh, girls coming here and girls are twerking and pouring yeah, milk. Didn't, like didn't, didn't all that. No quarantine, nothing. Uh, just I'm, doing the absolute most. And then to this, I'm yeah. like, 
Victoria, you're done. You're done. Like, it's it's really, really kind of crazy. It's like I watched you sort of, like, deteriorate a little. We, we, we definitely see Tori self-destruct. Like, once again, it's like... If 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 as a man and and some of us and this is why you you gotta seek uh, ultimate peace and not temporary fulfillment mm-hmm. because temporary fulfillment it gets to you fulfill that and then now you want more so like the and it, and this is me I'm taking me as an example mm-hmm. the ultimate um, thing for me is, is finding that that constant peace in mm-hmm. the sense they're like I don't I could. Let's take an example of a car. The car that I drive right now is a car that I've had for a long time and I love it. Yeah. Uh, 2008 Toyota Matrix, baby. 300 plus 300,000 um, kilometers on there. And I, my friends always tell me, yo, why are you driving this car? Because I love it. But we know you could. I say, I know. I look at my bank account all the time. I know. <laughs> I can afford whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Name your, your wallet's car. and. And I'm I'm just gonna flex a little bit. Um, not even I'm not gonna finance. I'm gonna pay cash for it. Mm-hmm. But uh, the car that I drives is not a reflection of who I am as a human being. Exactly. Therefore, yeah. I might have an impulse. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, yo, you shit, niggas got to be I'm now. Like, you know, got to. And gotta, I'm like, gotta one up them. Yeah, got to be there. Who yeah. cares? You know what <laughs> exactly. I mean? I'm still me. So exactly. And I say that to say this: when you are now pursuing that, whatever that is, mm-hmm. if if if. Getting a BM was one of my goals. That's only going to allow me to feel a temporary fulfillment. Mm -hmm. So once I get whatever car I feel, Mm -hmm. the people will start to accept me or or the perception they will have for me will will be a little different. Mm -hmm. Then Mm -hmm. now I don't put myself in a very vicious circle. Yep. Because next year, I'm going to need to get another car. So when you're looking at Tori's situation, it's like, you you got to now start to heal, which is very important because mm-hmm. all of these things that you thought being the most, getting the number one record, maybe. And obviously, I'm just speculating. But yeah. if that was a goal and you get to that, mm-hmm. then what's next? That's why, honestly, personally, I don't envy famous people. I, don't. I, I feel like... I don't want to be famous. I really don't. I want peace. I want a good amount of income. Mm-hmm. Quiet life. No fame. So... You can see how, yeah. you know, Tori getting to the point where, you know, you would take a gun, which is, it'll, it'll be interesting to even say, and, and I don't even think that matters. We The reason why you shoot a woman in the foot or whatever, it doesn't even matter. It the does fact not that, matter. And some people are sitting here like, oh, I want to hear the other side of the story. I want to hear this. Like, people no, just you don't need to. He, You took a gun and shot a woman on her foot. Apparently it was both feet, even if it was one, like mm. you, it, there's literally nothing, no explanation you could give for you to be able to commit that act. Do we, could, could we blame uh, Megan for, no, for having, we cannot blame her? Megan. Cause I feel like it's, 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 it's a certain crowd that you, you shouldn't, you know what I mean? But no, that's like, they're, they're in the same industry. They're mm. going to hang out. They're going to meet each other. I should be able to trust that if I'm hanging out with right. you, you're not going to pull a gun on me. Like what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yo. And I think what's even more telling is she didn't have to come out on live and like say, like, it's like you, what, what she had to live her, her trauma like twice. Like she said it, then people were like, oh, yo, yo, what, what's going on? Da, mm. da, da, da. We don't believe this. We don't, you know, we don't really know. Let's wait to hear both sides. 
then she and apparently the reason why she actually came on um went on instagram live and told the full story was because apparently tori was getting his people to go to blogs and lie and say he didn't do it so she came on live and she was like you're lying and you're going to these blogs and to make me look bad. exactly yeah. so it's like not only she and and on top of that people are like oh you guys are saying free tori and she was like stop it he's not been he's not been charged because i didn't mm-hmm. want to i still protected him even though this guy shot me you got what i mean right. but now I'm pretty sure I can count on one hand the amount of guys in the industry, like male artists in the industry that have come out and denounced what he's done. Hmm. T.I. did a half-assed one. His was, oh, I must say, you know, we got, you got to come out, bro. You got to come out and, and say something, bro. It's making you look bad. I think Wale was one artist that came out and fully had her back. Who else? I mean, T.I., if you don't... First of all, go stop cheating on you. <laughs> like, bruh. Bruh. Like... T.I., I mean, one of my all-time favorite artists. And obviously, I'm just talking shit at this point. So but it's like, problematic. This is oh, also God. why I think people need to take time and not to always... I mean, obviously, they're on a different level. That's why I, sometimes I don't engage. And to be quite honest with you, the whole Megan and Tory Lane story is not a story that feeds my soul. So I didn't really follow it. And, and I think... That's why I was asking, like, were people really coming at her and be like, yo, you lying or some, whatever? So when she then told the story on, on IG, then some people were like, yo, why are you snitching? Is that considered snitching? I don't snitching? know that. I didn't know that street code now applied to... Like, she's a woman telling her story. She's a civilian. Facts. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I don't... I'm not in the streets. I'm like, I don't really understand street code like that. You, I'm going to be if honest. You look like, like you're about to shoot me. You're, I'm calling the police. 911. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Hey so, Siri, call. <laughs> so that's oh. what I'm saying. Like, it's um, just so like it's very traumatic. Like she literally had to like she experienced the trauma, had to live it, relive it, tell her truth, and still had people questioning her. It's like why, you know? So and that's just one exhibit. Earlier this year, that activist Toya, I think I was talking to you about this right. one. She was, and I uh, I don't want to get the story wrong, but I think the first time around she was abused looking for shelter. Mm. And then the second time around, the same thing happened after she had shared with this guy and it was a black man and she's an activist. Like there are videos of her on the front lines, mm. like carrying people through this black lives matter movement. Yeah. And you basically did the same thing that she shared with you. You assaulted her. Like it's just, it's, it's crazy. And then even the fact of like how long it took them to even like, put out the missing persons report and look for her. Um, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Cause so black, black women, I clearly based on your, what you're telling me. Yes. I, I feel like based if, on the response I got, y'all don't feel like that we are out here protected. That the, yeah. That the, the overall protection is there. And yeah, you can say, you know, like the family, the father, the brother, like, but it needs to extend outside of that it can't you gotta, just be you gotta care more about just yeah family like at the whole idea like it can't just be okay if this woman is not in my family or if she's not someone that i'm attracted to then you know fuck protection you know like okay whatever you're on your own kind of thing like right. it, there needs to be that collective idea i, I, I even want to share some of these responses that i, I got a lot of them and shout okay. out to you guys that have uh reached out to me uh, let me see now um do black men feel like they've been protecting black women? Mm, okay. Um, I would say yes. I, I feel like I have. Sorry, um, is this you answering or is this the question? This answer is a question. Reading? I guess maybe okay. the person was trying to be funny. Um, oh, okay. This is the person's response? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, another response was my man, yes. In general, no, sir. Nope. Hey, Mr. Okay, no. This ain't that type of party. Why are you saying hi to me? Uh, nope. Uh, nope. Black men are all talk. 
Um, absolutely not. There is never an outcry from a black man when stuff happened to us. Mm. Um, yes, the man that I chose to surround myself with, no, for black men in general. Correct. Uh, no, and it's not a one-line answer, but black men need to heal and love themselves first. That that I mm-hmm. completely agree with. Um, so, I mean, and it goes on and on. Some people are like, oh, the box is not big enough. I got too much. I got like maybe yeah. 10 of those. Um, now, now, for me, it's something that now I'm aware of. Now, this, despite what I thought in my head and what I thought, uh, and that's just for me and just my inner circle, how we treat black women. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We've definitely, you know, we even got into a couple fights a few times. Because one time I think we were going into a building and this guy was beating up his girlfriend and Whoa. we weren't having that. And, you know, we we're young, a lot more Dang. testosterone. So we, uh, I shouldn't say this on camera. <laughs> I'm joking. But knowing that now. What are some suggestions as a black woman that you could give us mm-hmm. as a way to, okay, so what can we do mm-hmm. to start to give y'all that reassurance that like, I mean, we are, if we're not, we're going to start to really step up for y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because me personally, I don't, I don't, I don't know where to start per se. I think the one that comes to mind is like, hold your peers accountable. And this conversation comes up, whether it be Me Too movement, like different types of assault, harassment, like you always hear guys be like, oh, not the guys that I hang out with. Mm. I've never seen anybody harass a woman. I've never seen anyone, you know, pick on a a black woman like that. (laughs) I've never seen it. So if you guys, nobody has ever seen it happen, but we're all being harassed in the streets. We're all, you know, like someone needs to, like, I feel like hold your peers accountable. Um, you know, have those conversations, like pull your guys aside and be like, yo, this behavior towards this person or towards this black woman in particular, not okay. Like, I feel like if there's more checks and balances amongst guys, like choose that over, you know, Mm. I want to be the man, like feeding into that patriarchal behavior. Like if you choose that, that's a, that's a a good first step to, to me. Um, I'm trying to think, Hmm. Honestly, that that what you said is, yeah, it, I'm with you on that. Like we do, we do have to keep um, our peers accountable. That's that's a fact. Yeah, and I feel like so. There's a there's this example. This kind of goes. It's it's related, but it's not like um, it's not something that I'm saying that every black man should do. So I was on Twitter, and it's amidst this whole like uh, Black Lives Matter movement and everything, right? And um, this one lady, I think she's a nurse. She lives in this very racist neighborhood in New York. Mm-hmm. And she literally get, got to the point where, like, they're, I guess people are trying to sort of push her and push her to the point that she just wants to leave this neighborhood because they want to keep it white. Mm-hmm. So she literally has plastered on her door, you know, like, I'm a nurse, da da da, da. this is my daughter, you may hear me being loud, it's prayers, I'm, I'm you know, fearing for my life, blah, blah, blah. There was a guy on Twitter, I think he's like an artist, and oh, it's like flow something, something, I apologize, I can't remember his socials, but obviously based in the States. And he literally rallied up a whole bunch of people mm. and they all surrounded this woman's house every single night. They didn't sleep and they put it on IG live. Like, I'm not saying that people need to be dramatic and start, right. you know, like that. It would always be that, but it could also be little things. Like as much as you want to talk about the bad, I just want to show that that's also a good thing that it is there. And mm. there are some, you know, there are some men that are 
doing this and that are protecting us and that are going that extra mile. But I just want to say like, like, I feel like in general, there needs to be more. Like, I just feel like I want to, I want you guys to be as passionate about issues that black women face Mm -hmm. as you are about when you see black men, you know, being shot. Right. Cause when that happens, everybody rallies up for, for them. Like everybody's like, Oh, I can't believe that man got shot. I'm upset. But when it's a black woman, it seems like it's only us taking up that issue for ourselves, And that's what we mean. I think about it like the black woman I've came across with, I've always exhibit uh, a sense of protection. I, I, you know, and shout out to uh, to a friend of mine. We were in Ghana and we got pulled over, and she was sitting in the front of the car, mm-hmm. uh, and we got pulled over, and the police made us come outside of the car. She got out the car. I'm like, yo, get back. I was even like, now that you're talking about it, I'm mm-hmm. thinking about it like, damn, like, would I have done that in that moment, or even like, and we we're friends. Keep in mind with that, but. The fact that she came out and and without like no second guessing, she came out the car because these cops obviously they was searching through her pockets, mm-hmm. having this, whatever. Uh, instinctively, she just was like, "Yo, I'm nah, we not doing that." So I think yeah. um, for sure for me, it's 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 I can't not apply what you're saying to me right now as far mm-hmm. as like accountability is, is big and mm-hmm. and I'm, I have these conversations with my with my male friends and, and whenever we, we be in certain circles sometimes um, like I've had a conversation with a friend of mine who tells me that his responsibility is his sister and, and my response to him was so when you out here ruining other woman's life that is not your sister right? That too. <laughs> like, that too. Like and life is a vicious circle like you so you can't just care about your sister Meanwhile, you're poisoning the well where you're going to go drink from. So when you're ready to now go find your black queen, because I think it's very important, but to each his own. But when you're ready to do that, like everybody else, if everybody had your mentality, all you're getting is mm-hmm. somebody still going through their trauma to somebody who did not hold themselves accountable. Mm-hmm. Cause. And I think for me, that was the source of um, of me going to therapy is, is me finally realizing, you know what, if I want to be with a woman... Mm-hmm. one day and um i gotta start being like unaware of how i'm treating other yeah. women because there's a situation where we couldn't work because of obviously something that somebody mm-hmm. else did but at that time i took that person in the sense like damn like that means that like we're really out here f- fucking up so yeah I mean, thank you and you, for you that. <laughs> no problem <laughs> you said something else therapy i feel like Sometimes black men are so resistant to therapy and therapy does not mean that, oh, I'm having a serious mental health crisis and I need to, you can be the happiest you've ever been and still go to therapy. And everybody has some sort of trauma that I unpack and something that you have to sort of unpack that will, that will help you understand, okay, this is why I am the way I am. Mm -hmm. And this is how I can sort of navigate my life, you know, in better means. That was one thing you touched on. And then the second one I wanted to sort of talk about and what you said was um, this whole idea of like, you know, your sister. Like, I feel like, and I'm speaking to black men because this is what we're talking about and I don't really know what other races do and I don't really care because I'm talking about my my community right now, right? (laughs) (laughs) It is what it is. Um, I don't want to hear this whole like, oh, what if it was your sister? What if it was your mom? She is a woman. She's a human. Respect her regardless. Right. It does not matter. Like people, you, oh, you know, what if that was your sister? You know, like imagine another guy doing that to your sister. Imagine another man treating your sister like that. Or, or you know, your mom's dark skin. You should respect the black. No, mm-hmm. she's a woman. 
she's a human. She deserves respect and protection regardless. And I feel like if you also look at it that way, rather than just like, it's not only the women in your life that deserve protection, oh, facts, yeah. you know, like it's, it should not be like that. If we're going to be claiming black community, let's claim black community all the way. All the way. And let, when, while, while we're talking about black women, that includes all black women. That includes LG, black women in the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. That includes trans black women, especially and I'm emphasizing that point because you can't be saying black women and then when it's a trans black woman, you're bullying her or, you know, you're you're saying things and you're making transphobic comments in the Internet. Mm-hmm. Like it covers all black women. Let me just be clear about that. Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you want to fight? You're listen, I'm, I'm with you. I, I uh, wholeheartedly co-sign everything you just said. And um, and uh, on that note, as you guys can see, this is But What Do I Know podcast, of course. And let me just end that with, and if you don't, if you're not in line with what I just said, then But What Do I Know, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> And that is a fact. You know what? I've enjoyed this conversation and and, and thank you very much for coming. Yes, I have. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank and, you. Um, and... I'm looking for us to to do more of these yes. kind of you know what I mean like w- if we got some shit to talk about please yep. pull up and then we'll do. I'm looking forward to being on your podcast yes. and, and Part to two. share and to I actually I feel like I love answering question more because I could talk for days but that's a whole separate uh, yeah. ordeal but before you go uh, please yes. uh, give us your social how can we reach you okay. partner with you be for on sure. your podcast wow, wow. get in your DM she might be single but wow, you're not wow, hearing wow, it from- wow wow okay <laughs> sliding in <laughs> I feel like my, my podcast is like a, crazy. on the back end of it. It's like a, a, a matchmaking yeah, yeah. business. Anytime I post it, it's like, yo, where you get this one? I said, bro, wow, where res- you get this respect one? Respect my work. Whoa. <laughs> but shout out to y'all, man. Uh, but please go ahead. Um, so, yeah, you can you can definitely connect with me on Twitter, uh, Chid Suzanne. So it's C H I D S U Z A N. That's my Twitter. Um, the podcast also has a Twitter page. It's BWDIK podcast mm-hmm. stands for, but what do I know? And the same thing on Instagram. You can hit us up on the, on the podcast page at BWDIK podcast. And yeah, you can connect with me, slide in my DM, message me if you want to be on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be on the podcast, nothing else. <laughs> but, but why, 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 you know I mean? why can <laughs> Yo, you don't know block what? your blessings. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> uh, but honestly, amazing. Funny, thanks man. again. Um, thanks for coming in and sharing. But once again, thanks for tuning into the Deactivated Podcast. Yes. And uh, I almost messed up. I messed up my outro. But I'm a, you know what? You've officially been activated. Peace. Peace.